Welcome to the Haunted Hangover Podcast. I'm Louie, and as always, I'm joined by my bud, Dave. Hello. And we're also joined by a special guest, Meg, from the Real Chills Podcast. Welcome to the show, Meg. Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to talk all things spooky with you guys. Thank you for being on. We're happy at the to top have of the you. show. Gotta gotta <laughs> gotta thank the guests for you you being on our show. You know, it's, of course. Uh, <laughs> I you know I had to make time. I had to talk to my assistant, but I figured it out. Your you agent know? is an agent yeah. manager. <laughs> gotta talk to. Gotta get someone on. Gotta, gotta put us in the schedule somewhere. <laughs> the Haunted Hangover Podcast. Now I was a guest on your show. What maybe a month or two ago? Yeah. Just the time yeah. of this recording, about a month ago. Um, but just in case. And shame on them. None of our listeners listen to that episode of your show. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Tell them a little bit about the Real Chills podcast. I would love to. Yeah. So Real Chills is a podcast where people come on and tell their true life experiences. What makes it a little different is a lot of I'm a comedian in Philadelphia. So a lot of my guests are comedians. So um, usually, you know, paranormal podcasts are very like doom and gloom and scary, but we try to find like the funny in it. So it's like, it's always kind of goofy and silly, but still pretty scary, honestly. So yeah. Yeah. I I remember when I was on your show, I think I was, I'm a skeptic. So that was interesting. (laughs) Some (laughs) of the discussions. Meg, you had the wrong, you had the wrong haunted hangover podcaster on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Well, on on the episode, I did mention that Dave, you know, he's a little more in tune with that type of thing. Yeah. I believe her in all that. So so, I'd love to have you on the podcast. There you go, Dave. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's, it's, you know, it, like when we were on, I, I, I specifically remember my favorite thing about your show, just to compliment you, was uh, that you were able to kind of tell these stories and we went through all the Bloody Mary stuff. And you told me mm-hmm. a couple of stories I had never even heard of, like origin stories of where Bloody Mary came from. And I just remember talking a lot of nonsense and talking about Ashy Mary or something. Yeah. <laughs> Crispy Mary, Crispy Mary, and all that Mary. Yeah, because she actually got burnt. She wasn't like bloody, so she wasn't bloody. We had a big problem with that. (laughs) Oh man, I dude, I was blown away when Meg told me about that. I was like, wait a second, wait, 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 wait. Bloody Mary wasn't bloody. She was burnt. So yeah, definitely go back and listen to that because it was a lot of fun. You can listen to me talk more nonsense and, and shit, and I talk a little bit about the paranormal and and why I'm a skeptic, I guess, in a way, and how I feel about the whole thing. Definitely have to have Dave on because that'll be a completely different uh, situation. (laughs) So I have to throw my two cents in about Bloody Mary or Crispy Mary. So ever since I was a kid, and even to this day, I have a very specific image of what I think Bloody Mary or Crispy Mary looks like. So like ever since a kid to now, like if if I could just take the image from my head and plant it, somewhere and like look at it it would still be the same person i see and it kind of looks like uh mary lou from prom night 2 if you've ever seen that movie um oh. that's who it looks like i know louis seen that movie yes i have <laughs> several times um i i can see that definitely i can see that being kind of what uh so I just bloody mary that. looks like i always pictured a yeah. bride and i'm pretty sure i said that on meg's show I, something along those lines i think i said that um, but to move on to what we talk about, which is predominantly Halloween, you know, we always ask our guests, what is, what is it about Halloween that's important to you? Like personally, like what's so special about Halloween to you? 
Sure. So um, one big part, and I think your podcast really brings me here like year round. It's the nostalgia. Like it just makes me so happy. But another part is like I grew up in a haunted house. So it was like always spooky. (laughs) And it yeah. And it wasn't like, um, I don't know, you just kind of get used to it. People think you're weird, but you're just fine with it. And Halloween was a time where everyone was sort of on board with your your brand of weirdness. So it was always like, I was like, this is my time. People want to sit with me. It's October, you know? Yeah, and um, sure. I just remember like loving to decorate too. Like it'd be like the end of September and I'd be begging my dad to haul all the boxes down from the garage <laughs> and start. And he hated it. He's like this big gruff italian new yorker and he's like every year it's earlier oh my mom's like she's happy just do it you know it's july 4th why are we yeah. coming out pumpkins and <laughs> I skeletons would. but dude if but honestly there's already sightings of candy and stuff going out i know it's july. yeah so i already I bought wild. some pumpkins at target so amazing i have another question for you meg and I know it's, you know, I didn't, I didn't warn you about this one. I didn't give you the heads up. Is there a, a Halloween memory that comes to mind? One memory that you always think of that you could tell our listeners? Um, Just off the top of your head. I have you don't have to really, overthink it. I have two really quick ones. <laughs> yeah. One is my dad had a, a smoke machine. He okay. was obsessed with it because he would wait for kids to get right toward like when they're right by the door and he would spray it and they would run away screaming because it scared them because they're so That's it was great. like yeah he was evil he loved it it was so funny <laughs> they would be so scared and the other is um again everyone knew my house was haunted so a little kid came up and got his candy and my mom said she heard him say i thought the house was scarier without the decorations <laughs> oh wow <laughs> i love that so wow funny. wait wait what? what did the house what did the house look like it's not that scary i mean now it's like it, it's it's like two houses connected but the one is pre-revolutionary wars from like the 1700s oh, okay. so it's kind of old the glass is kind of you know, not very like opaque, I guess. And yeah, it just has a vibe, but I like Hanging it. a couple of fake ghosts and skeletons made it less scary. It made That's it amazing. silly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. What about one more question? You know, because I again, when we have guests, it's just fun to kind of get some totally some, yeah. some Halloween memories, some vibes to start the show. Uh, a costume from the past. Oh, man. There's one been costume. So many. Whatever comes to mind. Whatever comes to mind. Sorry to put you on the spot. <laughs> no, <that's okay. laughs> he's, he's not. <laughs> um, my first ever costume that I picked myself was a chicken. I was obsessed Amazing. with chickens. <laughs> and it was like it it like it looked like one of those ones where they try to like they spin the signs, you know, like it goes up over your head. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm talking yeah. about those guys? I know what you're about. <laughs> yeah. I know what and it you're had about. like the wings that hung down under my arms and I never wanted to take it off. I didn't even ha- speak full <laughs> sentences yet and I was obsessed with this chicken costume. It's amazing. So number one How old were for you? sure. Probably like five, five oh, or six. All right. Yeah. It would have been amazing if you were like 23. <laughs> 20, 25? Why? 25. No <laughs> That's great. I don't think I've ever dressed up as you don't see many chickens during Halloween. No. So it's a, it's a very it, rare costume. I feel like that's a staple of a Halloween costume, though. A chicken. Totally. Like 100%. It's really yeah, like cute. a yellow, size chicken. That's <laughs> yeah. what I'm picturing. So, yeah. you know what I mean? 
So I remember us talking about covering a film that stars Ernest. We're not gonna get into that j- just yet. Yes. <laughs> oh no, yes. man! I was getting ready it, it to say it came up. It came up uh, when I was on Meg's show. I don't know if it was when we were recording or not. <laughs> and uh, it might have been afterwards. We were discussing having you on the Haunted Hangover podcast. Uh, but wh- where do you guys stand with Ernest? Are you guys fan? Let's start with Meg. Are you a fan of Ernest? When were you first exposed to Ernest? That doesn't sound right, but you know what I mean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whatever. Not exposed by, but exposed no, to yeah. Ernest. <laughs> yeah. I love Ernest. I, it's it's so part of my childhood. I don't even think I could. I know this is such a cop out answer, but I feel like from a super young age, because um, yeah. I'm like a I'm a '90s baby, so. Um, and every, you know, we watched all of it, like the Christmas special, the Halloween, and I yeah. love him. I love him as if he was my own family. <laughs> he's so funny. And, <laughs> I like, know the feeling. You think I'm he, sorry. I, f- I feel like that. he's a good person. Yeah. No, don't apologize. Like, yeah. I just, I, I love him. Yeah. It's, it's, it's funny because I was watching Ernest Scared Stupid the other day. Spoiler alert. That's what we're going to be talking about. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> um, <laughs> um and I, I was sitting on the couch and I was trying to think myself because I was going to ask you guys and Dave, we'll get to you in a sec. But I was thinking about it. I was like, when, like what? I couldn't tell you what was the first Ernest movie I saw. I don't yeah. know if it was Ernest Saves Christmas, Ernest Goes Ernest goes to Jail, Ernest Goes to Camp or this one. <laughs> I don't think it was Ernest Scared Stupid. I'm pretty sure it was Ernest Goes to Camp. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I found mo- most interesting, like just sitting there, and it was a little depressing. I'm not even going to lie. I got a little sad. But, <laughs> but then watching the movie, cheered, I cheered myself up, is there aren't characters that just exist anymore. You know what I mean? Like mm. Pee Wee Herman, Ernest mm. P. Worrell, Elvira to an extent. Like these these pop culture characters that just sort of – I wouldn't say they came out of nowhere because a lot of them were on TV shows or in movies. But – just out there making like Ernest was able to make like fifteen movies. I won't say all of them are good, but just I think there's eight Ernest eight, movies. Yeah, but I, I just it, it was kind of weird how now like there isn't anyone. The only person I could think of, and it's not really for kids, is like Borat. You know what I mean? Like just a character <laughs> that. that was created in a way that he could just get his own series of movies and merch and things like that. Um, but since I'm already talking, yeah, I, I just remember as a kid always loving Ernest and not knowing why. I thought he was silly, lovable. The adventures he went on were always great. I love how, you know, being obviously Halloween, being a huge Halloween up, but even I, I like Christmas too. Like the fact that he had a Christmas movie and he went to camp and he went to prison, which, okay, whatever. <laughs> what a cool, he went to my no, man. Ernest went to goes jail to prison too. is amazing. Goes to, goes to jail. <laughs> whatever. Yes, he goes to, it's so good. <laughs> prison is a little different. Prison, yeah. It's not as innocent sounding. <laughs> Ernest goes to prison. <laughs> I mean, they had to put him away eventually after hanging out with kids for so, so long. I know. <laughs> like, it's, it's and I think only a matter of time. I, exactly. And I think that's like, I think that's just the way the world kind of evolved where like Pee Wee hung out with kids too. And mm. maybe people look down on that type of stuff. But again, just these characters, these larger than life characters that literally just came out of nowhere. It's like poof, Ernest exists. Poof, Pee Wee Herman exists. Poof, Ed Grimley exists. You know what I mean? Like just these, I don't even know if you know who Ed Grimley is, but he's another character that had like a cartoon right. at one point, a TV show. Crazy, crazy stuff. Dave. So when were you exposed to uh, well, Ernest? Well, I want to say one thing. So I, yes. I'm pretty sure Ernest. So I know he was a big 
like play person. Like he was in, he was a big theater guy. And he started, like, that was, like, his start. I'm pretty sure I did not do any background search on him. I should have. But, I'm sorry, background info on him. But I know he started doing that character, like, locally. Like, he was doing, like, TV commercials for car lots and stuff like that. And that's how his character came. Like, that's how he became Ernest. And then, I guess, some someone, like, some studio was like, let's make this guy a thing. And he became yeah, a thing. And I, it's just, I just love that he made a life out of that. You know yeah, what I'm, you know what I'm saying? The, like, yeah. He also had the TV show, I think, eventually it led to, like, Hey Vern. Right. I don't know. Yeah. And that then from there, it kind of, it just evolved. Which is crazy because I sometimes tell people, hey, do you, do you know Ernest had a TV show at one point? And they're like, really? So. <laughs> just, like, as a comedian, I have so much respect for him. Because, like, I think in our world, like, as a comic, obviously, he's a very physical comic. Almost, I think, clowning it would be what people would describe his form of comedy. Because, oh, like, yeah. clowning is a lot of, like, risk-taking and, you know, just being as silly and weird and big as possible. And, like, to see if you can get a reaction. And I just have so much respect for that form of comedy because I could <laughs> never. I tried improv. It was hard. So like the the actual skill that we're seeing, it, you don't even realize because it's so silly and fun and it seems almost effortless, like almost like he is this person. But he's actually like a great actor, like a great comedian. And I'm I'm jealous of his physicality. Yeah. He's so cool. Yeah, it's funny that you said that. I feel like a lot of these people that are known for these characters, they just become like he's earnest. And like yeah, Paul Rubens yeah, is yeah. is Pee Wee, and Cassandra Peterson is Elvira, and mm-hmm. like Joe Bob, I could I think his name's John Bloom. He's a horror host, and Elvira's a horror host, but same realm where like they become these fictional characters. It's kind of it's kind of crazy when you when you like think about it. You know what I mean? But also keep in mind, Ernest wasn't just Ernest. Ernest was like five other characters. Yeah, like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's his, part of it. Yeah. <laughs> His whole skill set is just, <laughs> it's just, it's very, it's, it's very large. And he's, I don't know, like they, one of my friends will constantly post stuff on Ernest. Like, it's so funny. He loves Ernest so much. He'll post it on Facebook and it's just always different screen caps of him, like in his theater days, him yeah. in like smaller roles and stuff he did before he was Ernest. Like this guy was out there doing this. Mm-hmm. And again, he, I'm just so happy that he made a living out of such a zany character. To me, that's the way to describe Ernest. He's fucking zany. Yeah. And, and that's a compliment. That's a great way. That's a great <laughs> yeah. way of describing him. Yeah. Listen, I think I started watching the show before I watched any of the movies. So okay. I can't remember when I was, you know, introduced to Ernest Scared Stupid particularly. But yeah, let, let's, let's jump into Ernest Scared Stupid. From Touchstone Pictures, first there was Jason, then there was Freddy. Now, terror has a new name. <laughs> Ernest, Scared Stupid, an all-new movie rated PG. Starts Friday, October 11th at a theater near you. So Ernest, Scared Stupid was released on October 11th, 1991. Want to hear something really depressing? This is the second to last Ernest movie to go theatrical because it bombed. It made no money. Which is yeah, yeah, it didn't it's, do well. I, I think the film, I think the film after this is Ernest Rides Again, and that one did even worse. So after that, all the Ernest films were released or like basically financed independently and made as independent films, 
and all direct to VHS at the time because this was the 90s. Um, it stars Jim Varney, of course, as Ernest, which we just gushed about. Rest in peace. Also, <laughs> rest mm-hmm. in peace. Also, Eartha Kitt as Old Lady mm, Hackmore. Yeah. Also, also rest in peace, because which is super depressing when you think about it, that both of them are no longer around. Um, it was directed by John Cherry, who directed all of the Ernest movies, minus Ernest Goes to School, which I remember not being very good. <laughs> I don't know how familiar you guys are with Ernest Goes to School. I don't think, I've, I don't think I've seen it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's probably on the lower end of uh, Ernest films. I wouldn't call it the, uh, the greatest one. Uh, another fun fact about this was all the, uh, the troll and creature effects were done by the Chiodo brothers, who are notoriously known for creating the killer clowns and directing that movie and all the creature, creature effects. And there's that. some very similar looking clown looking yes. trolls in that and in, in one of those you know a few of those trolls. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> one more one more little bit of uh, information here was it was shot in Nashville and you can tell and we'll get yes. into that a little later. It was it was shot. It's not Missouri. It's, that's Nashville, 100. <laughs> percent Like you, you could tell. Like uh, it's it's it, it's like Briarwood, Missouri. I think is is where the movie takes place which i don't know if that's even a real place do you guys know do you guys know the map i don't know but i, I actually <laughs> do i actually have a little i just this literally just popped into my head i have yeah. a little fun fact here uh part of I, it might have been Ernest scared stupid uh yeah. my friend used to own a tattoo shop uh in nashville it was called Gold Club Electric. Unfortunately, it got severely damaged when they had that tornado. Oh wow! Like, what, a couple sucks. years ago, he's in the middle of putting together a new shop. But I remember him messaging me saying, "I just want you to know that they shot part of Ernest Scared Stupid in the parking <laughs> lot." And I was like, "That's incredible! That's incredible!" <laughs> so let's go into the uh, the film breakdown synopsis or whatever you want to call this, the Louis synopsis. Uh, so, so the film opens up in the late 19th century. We learn a troll by the name of Trantor, I believe is how you pronounce it. Am I right, guys? Mm-hmm. Trantor. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce his name. Um, he's been terrorizing Briarville, Missouri, by turning the town's children into small wooden dolls and taking their energy or spirit, I guess. That's like his food. That's what he survives off of. Is kind of what I got. They never fully tell you. You learn he why it. he's doing it later. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, he needs it for a reason. But yeah. early in the film, you, they don't really tell you why. They're just like, oh, he feeds off of the energy of children. Um, so the townspeople work together in, uh, in capturing Trantor with the help of Phineas Worrell. Jim Vardy as a completely different, like a deadpan serious character <laughs> yeah. during this. It's like scene. a preacher or something. Yeah. It's really odd because in like five minutes, he's like being, he's just earnest. So it's, in, mm-hmm. and all the other characters, which we'll go into that later. But yeah, it's weird how he's like the stoic, like deadpan serious dude. And this is Ernest P. Worrell's great grandfather, great, 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 great grandfather. Um, they bury the troll in the ground, and they use an oak tree to seal the crypt. Some black metal shit right there. 
That shit's tough. <laughs> so, I do have one complaint with that, and it's yes. why don't they just kill him? Every movie, it's like, <laughs> oh, our ancestors were like, we're just gonna put you in jail, and it's like, no. It's I'm funny pro because, death penalty uh, for monsters. You want to know something funny? And I'm sure, I'm sure, Dave. I'm sure we'll cover this movie one day. But you know what this reminds me of? The whole tree burying the corpse where a tree is. Sleepy Hollow. Tim Burton's Sleepy Hollow. Uh, because I if I, I remember. remember it. If I remember correctly, they 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 behead the the horseman and they put him in the ground and like this giant tree grows where like his uh, sword is placed and I was like wow interesting what was were they inspired by Ernest Scared by Street? Ernest <laughs> I <laughs> highly I highly doubt that <laughs> I just had the dumbest thought and I have to share it. What Imagine if they made a Pumpkinhead movie with Ernest and like Ernest is like trying to say stupid shit to Pumpkinhead. Like, that'd be <laughs> fucking that'd be hilarious. That'd be amazing. I don't know why that just came into my head, but Best I, I do re- some t-shirt company recently. I forget which one it was. Sorry. I highly doubt you're listening to our show. Maybe you never know. Um, but they created a, a, a t-shirt and like a, a print and stuff and a v- fake VHS. And it was like Ernest meets Jason. And I know what you're talking about. And it's like Ernest screaming and like Jason's behind him. I was like, wow, that's a crossover I'd love to see as well. That <laughs> yeah. and Pumpkinhead. <laughs> That'd be fucking perfect. Um, I hope John Cherry's yeah. listening. Maybe we could do something here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Tranton the uh, Tranton the troll puts a curse on the world Tran- family. Trantor. Trantor. Trant. I knew I was going to butcher his name. You're Trantor. Trantor. Yeah, I know. It sounds like Trantor. Jersey. <laughs> Trantor puts a curse on the Worrell family, stating that he can only be released on the night before Halloween, very specific, by a Worrell. It's a really ill-conceived plan, considering, you know, he stayed there for a hundred years or something like that. So... Tranton Trantor is an idiot. Tranton. I'm just going to call him Tranton the rest of the, rest of the episode. Um, I also want to point out that the curse will cause all future worlds, like his ancestors, to get dumber and dumber as the years go on and on. And there's a great transition because the character of Elizabeth, uh, one of the, the girls, the little girl that's friends with the main boy, Kenny, She's telling the story in class and it cuts to her saying his answers is going to get dumber and dumber. And then they cut to Ernest like with like a silly face really close just to kind of cement that he's yeah, there. He's an idiot, Ernest. Uh, but yeah, we jump uh, forward several years and we meet lovable and dumb Ernest P. Worrell, who's a garbage man. For the town of Bra- uh, Briarville, is it? I, I'm gonna pronounce that too. Briarville. I think it's Briarville. And, <laughs> I think you're Briarville, right. and his dog Rimshot, which is the cutest little dog. Looks like Wishbone, mm, which I, I love. love. I don't know if you guys remember Wishbone. <laughs> yeah, he Lord, loved just Wishbone. Like, he looks yeah. just like Wishbone. And I, I was watching, and I was like, "Oh shit, I forgot about Wishbone until watching Ernest Scared Stupid." It had, it had been a minute. <laughs> yeah, uh, in a, am I wrong yeah. for calling Ernest the blue collar peewee? That's that's a good. Uh, no, that's very accurate. <laughs> that's a great way of describing the working him, man's Pee Wee. Yeah, he is the working man. So I like that too. Right? Dude, if, if you think about it, he's like in, in uh, Ernest goes to camp. He's the janitor. And Ernest goes to jail. He works at the bank, and he's like, I think he's the janitor there too, or he cleans the bank or something, if I remember correctly. In this, he's the garbage man. Oh, so my, my man, he's blue collar. <laughs> he is blue collar. <laughs> Uh, so, in attempt to help his middle school age friends, as creepy as that <laughs> sounds, um, by the name of Kenny, Elizabeth, and Joey, uh, he helps them build a treehouse 
after a group of bullies destroy the kid's haunted house. They have a small little haunted house, which I'm sure we'll get into in a bit. Um, but those asshole kids destroy it, and they the kind of want to get... Yeah, the Murdochs. There you go. <laughs> yeah, they, the Murdochs. They fucking they suck. They want to. They do suck. And that kid has a serious mullet, one of them. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I do I do like how his bright idea accidentally is for them to, to build a treehouse to defeat the bullies, I guess. That's kind of the whole thing. It's like, oh, we're going to build this treehouse so that if the bullies come around again, you can win this battle. That's basically why... He encourages them. He doesn't even encourage them because he accidentally does it. There's this whole scene where he's portraying all his different characters and he accidentally is like, hey, the higher ground. We need a treehouse, Kenny says. Okay, cool. <laughs> After they build the treehouse, Ernest unknowingly releases Trantor by choosing the same oak tree his great-grandfather planted uh, and trapped the doll, the doll, the troll under. This triggers Trantor's resurrection, I guess. Because like you said, Meg, he, he just was alive down there. He never died technically. So I don't I know. Maybe I'm wrong in calling it a resurrection. It's more so like he was taking a long nap. And then when Ernest showed up and he nailed in a hammer and started knocking on the tree like an asshole, it sprung him to life. And I guess it gave him energy. It's it's again, it's a children's movie. I'm overthinking these things like I normally do. <laughs> one by one, Trantor begins turning the children into wooden dolls and taking their energy slash soul. They never want to say that, but I think that's what it was. Uh, the Tro's plan is to grow his offspring and destroy the town. And I'm assuming the world because that's every villain's fucking plan. Um, but he needs five. He needs five children's souls specifically to do this. Um, I want to point out, I want to know if you guys agree with me or not. Um, does this come, it's very, this is like an earnest, earnest slasher movie almost with a troll. <laughs> like the kids are being picked off one by one. And I, and I, I do you agree with me or no? Obviously there's a supernatural yeah. element with yeah. the troll, but it's very I much do. like a safe way of, of making a kid's yeah, slasher movie. And this is one of the only movies I could think of that did that. And I think um, they have some great jump scares. Oh, I was like impressed. I forgot. <laughs> two, a scary. couple are on my list of things I love, and we'll get into those in a okay. sec. Um, of course, no one in the town believes Ernest, <laughs> including the mayor and Sheriff Binder, who just so happens to also be Kenny's dad. But with the help of Kenny, the town weirdo, old lady Hackmore, Ernest ab- is able to discover Trantor's weakness unconditional love and milk and stop him (laughs) once and for all she told me about this troll that had red glowing eyes and walks like this (laughs) and if he ever gets loose he'll go after the children first and he turns them into little wooden dolls which gives him his power and that ugly little rascal is still alive down there. Alright guys, so I want to discuss the plot of this movie. I just said that it reminds me of a, a children's slasher movie. Obviously, it's funny because I remember watching this movie and I was very young, 91. I was maybe 6 or 7 years old. I don't know math. And <laughs> I remember being kind of creeped out during certain, specifically when the troll would capture a kid. 
mm-hmm. like that weird transition in between human and wood doll. It was always freaky to me. And honestly, and I can't think of many other films that go this route. Obviously, kids, you know, trolls are notorious as far as I remember for taking kids and eating kids, I, I think, if I remember correctly. So this was a safe way of doing that. And it's really original. What did you guys think of the general just plot of Ernest Scared Stupid? Meg? I thought that I really liked that, like, sometimes with scary movies, there's, like, a lot of holes where you're like, why are these people making, you know, a fort in the woods? But, like, I felt like with (laughs) Ernest, everything made so much sense to me. I was like, this is so perfectly constructed where I'm like, yeah, of course they go to the woods. They need high ground. They need, you know what I mean? And, like, of course Ernest would do this you know like there was no part where i was like that doesn't make sense and like you said i felt like the villain was really freaking scary he had like like we mentioned the jump scares he had he could do the voice thing where he took the voice of your friends yeah that was really kind of creepy just that whole yeah that was probably the freakiest thing that the troll had power wise which you never you might i think you see him once standing there after mimicking one of the kids voices but yeah just kind of the overall troll in general that concept is really creepy and the only other movie i could think of that's horror is trolls one and two that's Mm, what comes to mind when i think of horror troll movies what about you, Dave? What did you, what did you think of the plot of the movie? Just kind of the whole I, troll I, villain thing. I think I have to agree with Meg here where I was watching this and I just nothing I questioned nothing. I was just like Which is right. I just wanna I just <laughs> wanna watch this. Like I like it's it's earnest. It's an earnest movie. What are you expecting? Yeah. So yeah. I was just it's just fun. I was just along for the ride the whole time. And, and going back to what you said about Ernest Meg, he so things just kind of happen to Ernest and he accidentally becomes the hero and makes choices that are the right choices, even though he doesn't mean. Obviously, he fucks up because it happens in every Ernest movie where everyone doubts him. He fucks things up and then he has to kind of fix things at the end of the movie. And it happens. I'm, I'm about 90 percent sure that that's like the basic way they write every script for an Ernest film from beginning to end. I also noticed that he has like a perfect plot device in having Rimshot because there's a lot of times where he's alone with Rimshot talking things out. And I'm like, oh, there's no other way where this would be so like where I wouldn't question it. But it's perfect to have him just like, you know, going back and forth to Rimshot about what he should do. I'm like, that's this is great. I love this. It's like besides Kenny. Rimshot's the like co-star. Yeah. Am I wrong for saying that little kid's like a little grown up Kenny? He's like a grown like a little grown man. He's it's lame. Like, well, he's a little <laughs> yeah. middle age he's a little middle aged young kid, basically. He's, he's like, like a twelve year old and like a thirty five year old like with a thirty five year old mentality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of my favorite moments with Kenny, uh, and we could just segue into the cast here, but one of my favorite like moments with Kenny is towards the end, uh, where he's about to get caught by the troll and he grabs like the water gun confidently, like it's a real gun and starts shooting the milk, but it doesn't yeah. work on the troll. <laughs> I was like, damn, this he does it like a little like a little adult. It's weird. That's it's what I'm saying. Trait. L- let me say one thing about these yeah. I, these these kids in this movie have absolutely no supervision. These parents no. do not give a flying no. shit no. where their where their kids are. They're allowed to stay out late. They're allowed to hang out with Ernest in the fucking garbage truck. I mean, <laughs> yeah. 
these kids. Well, the sheriff kind of gives Kenny shit from time to time. He's like the only one who's like, oh, you know, you shouldn't be hanging out here. But he's the only character. Speaking of which, where the fuck was Kenny's mom? She pops up in like two scenes. Like they did not give that actress much to do. She's just there. Oh, what are you doing here, Kenny? When he's outside in like the garage and the bullies <laughs> yeah. pretend to be trolls. It's just like she comes and goes. It's such an in- I found that really interesting watching it. I was like, the mom, like, I feel like moms were not that important in this movie, which is kind of fucked up to think about. They like, probably even the mayor, just felt his wife. they had to give give him a mom. Like, they probably just like, oh, well, he needs to have a mom in this movie. So they probably just threw some of that in because she really doesn't serve any purpose. Yeah. She's just the there. You could have took <laughs> her out. All the moms. Yo, all the moms. Even Elizabeth's mom. Elizabeth's mom. And you could have took the mayor out, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of, a lot of, and I don't want to go into cons just yet. I want to go into things we love and just kind of talk about. We'll go into cons much later. Uh, but yeah, what about uh, Eartha Kitt? What did you guys think of her? What did you loved, think of her? Loved her. Yeah. I loved her costume. I loved that she was crazy, but like not insulting crazy where she's like dumb or paranoid. Yeah. Like just like, you know, really smart and sassy you know yeah i love her costume yeah she's very sassy yeah she was catwoman come on guys you know it's funny you know it's funny you said you love her costume i thought of a really funny bootleg shirt to make because she has a fucking flamethrower yeah someone someone should make i don't know if you've ever seen meg i don't know if you've ever seen the movie the exterminator but mm-hmm. there's a movie called the exterminator and the guy uses a flamethrower flamethrower this would be really funny if, if if you didn't know what the movie was, I think you'd you you'll definitely find it funny. But if if they made a bootleg shirt that said the Exterminator with Arthur Kidd on it, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> yeah. From the movie. Yeah. Totally. What do I, oh, my favorite characteristic of her is how like she's obviously overacting in every scene she's in. She's going crazy, oh, yeah. and super hyper. I love her eyebrows; they're like huge, bushy, and then her hair. It's like wow, yeah. what an interesting look they no, gave. She kind of looks character. like Rita from Power Rangers a little bit, and sounds oh, like her a little bit too. Yeah, yeah. In reality, she kind of has like even though like on Power Rangers that Rita was overdubbed, but even still, like the voice that they chose i agree yeah. it does sound a little bit Definitely. like rita so that's interesting um and what about what about like obviously we talked about Ernest. are there any characters again this is kind of a con are there any characters you didn't like obviously dave you mentioned the mayor you didn't you didn't think he was <laughs> i mean the murdochs just the murdochs fucking suck but i mean they're supposed to suck but yeah. um <laughs> you know honestly though as far as like written character like the, like the writing of the characters the sheriff's pretty lame yeah. Like, there's really no development to his character whatsoever. I guess there doesn't have to be, but... Yeah. He's I just kind of like a sheriff and a dad. Like, you're not yeah, supposed to be he's... here. <laughs> you're wrong, Ernest. You're not supposed to be here. Why are you doing this? Why are you here? Okay, I finally believe you, son. No, I don't. Okay, like, that's kind of... That was the, the trajectory yeah, of that, like, that performance. Yeah, such a hollow character. Um, what about you, Meg? Any character you didn't like? I, I have this... mine. <laughs> this is kind so. of for personal reasons. I don't think yeah. it's like badly written, but I hated the store clerk. Hated him because oh, the Tulip he... brothers, those two guys. Oh, the no, store no, no, I, the... I love oh, them. Okay. I the mean, the actual... yeah, the guy with the glasses that like yeah. sees the troll and tries to shoot him or, or like yeah. freaks out because he sees the troll. And then it's still working and then it's like yelling at the kids when they're like, we need this to kill the troll. I'm like, you saw the troll, dude. Why aren't you letting yeah. them take the milk? Troll away spray, 1995 a piece. 
two Bolivian Army slingshots, $9.95 each. Day Glow Troll Waders, $119.50. Oh, Troll Ninja Nimchucks, $9.95. Slime Proof Troll Gloves, $49.95. Chopped Troll Bait, $3 a pound, 50 pounds. 14 no troll strips, only $9.95 each. And one trolling motor, $79.95 for a grand total of... $1,749.98. Plus tax. Plus tax. Does that include the giant album with every troll love song ever written? Do rattlesnakes kiss carefully? I'm going to be honest. The Tulip Brothers. I, I'm not crazy about those characters. What? Why? Yeah, I know. I don't know. They're honestly... All right, I'd send the episode now. <laughs> I'd rather remove them from this than the mayor. I don't know okay. why. Like, I get why the mayor was there. You know what it is? Every time they were on screen, I don't hate them. And honestly, there's not a lot about this movie I don't like. But they're my least favorite. Now, the actor that plays, I think it's, I don't know if it's Bobby, the skinny guy, the little guy. He was in um, Ernest Goes to Camp with the the, the, the cafeteria dudes, the chefs. Well, those two guys are re reoccurring characters in the Ernest world. So, yeah, but I think the, the um, one of the actors is different than was in Ernest Saves Christmas and Ernest Goes to Camp. I might be wrong, but I'm 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 pretty sure one of them, not the small guy, that with the heavier set guy. I think he's he's it's a different actor in this movie. I might be completely fucking wrong, but I'm pretty sure. The previous guy, remember his eyes move in Ernest Goes to Camp every time he like thinks? Do you remember that? Do you guys remember that? I know what you're talking about, yeah. yeah I think I that's can see a different it clearly. I think that's a different guy. So I don't know. For right, me, well, the Tulip Brothers didn't land in this film. Is like, oh, well, watching it this time around. I have, like, I have to correct you on something here. So, the the lines that one guy says are fucking hilarious. I <laughs> right. listen. I want to start saying these regularly. Where he says, "Hold on, does a fat puppy hate fast cars? Does a one <laughs> does a one legged duck swim in circles? Do rattlesnakes kiss carefully?" Those are fucking great. That is really Listen, funny. On Letterbox, I had to. I I've been logging in every movie I watch on Letterbox, and my review for this movie was: Do rattlesnakes kiss carefully? That's all it was. <laughs> I don't know. To me, every time we cut back to them, I was just like, all right, get back to the troll and Ernest and the kids. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It just. I, don't I hate love those them. guys. I thought no, they were a highlight of the movie. It's interesting. I don't hate them. I don't hate them, but I wouldn't say they're like my favorite. They kind of pull me out of like the whole Halloween aspect of the movie. And that's just me. Like, I just feel like that's what was kind of missing with them. I wish there was just, they're just like these like money hungry dudes. That's it. They're just money hungry guys who run a business and want to sell like all kinds of contraptions and bullshit to make money and rip people off. I was just like, okay, whatever. Go back to Ernest trying to fight and defeat this troll. That's kind of like what, and I'd rather earth a kit. You know what I mean? To me, to me, okay. that's just my, that's Fair. just my opinion. I see what no, you're saying. You're, you're, you're allowed to have these opinions. Uh, what about the, uh, the creature effects? What'd you guys think of that? I think the fucking top notch in this fucking movie. Absolutely. Like, Love it. Yeah. And, and and you can tell specifically at the end, the end battle, which we'll get to that because I, I didn't cover that at all in my in my breakdown of the movie. But you can tell it's the same dudes that created yeah. the clowns from Killer Clowns. Like you can t those guys are so talented and I really feel that like they're underrated when it comes to creating these creatures. Like I can't think of anything else they've done besides Killer Clowns from Outer Space and this. 
I, I I'd can't... have to look it up, but I, oh, I know and, what the, and the giant sperm monster from uh, what's the name of that drive-in horror movie? It's like a grindhouse. It's different short films. I forget the name of it, but it's that. been a long time. But there's like a giant. Sounds sperm. terrifying. There's like a giant sperm. It's yeah, supposed to be like silly and dumb. There's like a giant sperm. I'm pretty sure they created that. I completely forgot the name of the movie. It's been a few years since I've watched it. But yeah, just like how gross the trolls look. And like Trantor always he has two noses, which is fucking Dude, creepy. Those those effects on Trantor are are great. He's like always wet and gooey and slimy yeah. and snot coming down of like out of his nose and this yeah. yeah. This might ruin part of the battle, but it does have to do with kind of like the special effects. I'm convinced the scene where he kisses the troll and pulls away and there's just strings of just goo that is a core memory in my like that is gonna flash when i die like you know when your (laughs) life replaced you that's gonna be a scene i see because that is when i saw it as a kid it it changed me as a person i was like oh my god that is horrifying and cool and gross and yeah i loved it so much it's funny because when i was a kid i don't think it it grossed me out at all but as an adult i'm like all right that's pretty fucking nasty no no thank you it ruined me i was like you know what else you know what other scene is fucking sick and i'm pretty sure dave you probably appreciated the scene too Towards the end, and we're, we're segueing. This is my segue to get to the ending of the movie and that whole, the whole how it ends and everything that happens. But when the troll, when Trantor is inside or under the cavern, under the oak tree or whatever, he's getting more powers, or he's asking the demons to give him more energy right. or whatever. He's got all these like, tentacles and his yeah. claws. Grow. Sick. Like the way Love they it. achieve those. There's that one shot. Um, of his hand and his claws are just growing and his yellow yeah. shits all over them and just his silhouette where you really can't make out you know what's happening to him it's really kind of distorted by the shadows and stuff and you just see these like antenna things growing like just great I, I love the way they achieve that and again I think these dudes are so underrated it, it, like why weren't they like Tom Savini like, why weren't they creating thousands of monsters in the 80s and 90s you know what i mean question yeah i don't know i guess yeah because when you watch a movie like the thing john carpenter's the thing similar effects like honestly even though this is an earnest movie these effects hold up against any any movie at the time even like something like jurassic park even something crazy which was two years after this movie came out like these effects are fucking awesome again my opinion Someone might be like, Louis fucking crazy. <laughs> they look kind of hokey. But Trantor specifically, and even his offspring, all his, like, I guess his, like, babies, look fucking great. And the asparagus, not asparagus, the, yeah, uh, what is he called? Brussels, not spra- asparagus, Brussels, Brussels sprouts. Sprout, look gross. Like, the yeah. seeds, the eggs or whatever they grow from, they just look fucking nasty. Yeah. <laughs> it's and awesome. So, so awesome and, and so well done. Not enough love for the Chioda brothers, I'm telling you. Oh, yes, it's good. The crowd goes wild. I'd like to thank you each and every one for this beautiful bowling trophy. Thank you, 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 thank you. He never knew when to quit. Now let's let's dive into the ending of the movie because the kids eventually find out that. The weakness or Trantor's weakness is milk because it's actually teased throughout the entire film. 
because mm-hmm. there's like ice cream. He sees a milk truck and he, while he's chasing Ernest or Kenny and he's scared of it. Like all of that, it, they, they really do. Even when he first appears, they tease that milk's his weakness because I think Ernest kicks over uh, a cooler that has a little carton of milk in it and he runs away. You mean away. Miak, like, oh. Lou, come on. <laughs> Miak, oh, Miak. <laughs> We're getting to that. We're getting Miak. to that in, in favorite things. Uh, but yeah, I think the fucking, like the battle at the end when the kids show up with all the milk and the townspeople and like Eartha Kid and the two, uh, the, the, the two brothers, was it the tulips, right? The tulips? Yeah, the, the tulip. Tool, the, yeah. When they show up, like there, everyone gets like works together to defeat the trolls and all the all the the, the evil troll babies. I guess um, it's just so great. Just a lot of, and then they even bring back Ernest with his all his personalities, pretending to be the different characters who have you know their own way of describing what's happening during the final battle. Such a such a great great like scene. Just an execution, especially when it comes to like Halloween. Just that combination of these creatures, the people, the townspeople dressed up in their costumes. Like the visual to me is just perfect. Just the way it embodies Halloween to me. I don't know why. Like just and the fucking evil tree in the center of everything. You know what I mean? Let me just say something. Those town people fucking suck against fighting those trolls. (laughs) (laughs) They get fucking their ass kicked until they kick so bad. (laughs) yeah it is really well choreographed too it feels like a music video the way it's like one shot just scrolling around everybody fighting it definitely does yeah Yeah. that's a good that's a good call there's that really silly gag like before the kids before kenny and the kids show up with super soakers filled with milk and stuff where ernest is just running around the stump of the tree or a branch and two trolls are chasing him. He doesn't know what to do. Just, <laughs> it goes on and on for fucking like five minutes. I was like, all right, these trolls are fucking idiots too, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. And they yo, were dude, just born. Give they, them a yeah, second. They were just born. Cut, cut, cut them a little slack. But yeah, the fucking, those milk super soaker, like, that was amazing too. I forgot about that until revisiting the movie. I was like, what an ingenious idea to fill up the super soakers with milk. You know, I just, it's great. It almost reminded me of From Dust Till Dawn, where they, they fill up super soakers with holy water to kill no. the vampires. That's exactly, and this predates that. There you go. So, yo, Ernest Scared Stupid inspired several films. There's, <laughs> there's, there's a scene in Night of the Demons 2 where they put, uh, Oh, they maybe. put holy water and the uh, and, and super soakers, and they go also, around. Also, maybe they do that too. And that did that come out? What year did that come out? You don't know. Yo, you know, you know what I just realized? What? That's a Halloween movie. We need yeah, to cover that. All I think I'm pretty sure all of the Night of the Demon movies are Halloween movies. I'm, well, I'm, there's only two, and then there's the remake. Both of them. Oh no, there's three. There is three. The, the third there's one's three. complete dog shit. But yeah, there's yeah. three of them in the remake. All all set on Halloween. Yeah. And, uh, and speaking of Halloween, what did you guys think? What did you guys think of the uh, Halloween atmosphere in this one, Meg? Do you think it was it, awesome? It lived up to it? Do you think? Do you think it lived up to like the decorations and and the fall atmosphere? Do you think this movie has it? Honestly, honest opinion. I I mean I'm a big fan and I'm not as critical I think as you two are. So I thought it nailed <laughs> no. it. They had leaves. They had denim jackets. And yeah. they had pumpkins. That's, that's really fair. all I need I for mean, a 90s fair. Halloween. Honestly, I loved it. <laughs> what about you, Dave? And so, any criticism or what do you think of the Halloween atmosphere? So Honest I opinion. feel that the movie had it in parts where I feel overall 
the movie has atmosphere. The movie has atmosphere in itself. May not yeah. be necessarily Halloween atmosphere, but like for instance, that crypt. I like how we kept calling it a crypt. <laughs> yeah. Like that. Like that whole that like it like obviously it's a fucking stage. And but that whole aspect of it being a stage adds to it like adds to its charm. No, and for sure. It also looks like so many death metal album covers. Like you could just <laughs> yeah. throw in, yeah. you know, whatever kind of fucking script or font, whatever band name, and just put it there and you know, on top of the tree and you have an album cover. But um like I feel like minus the crypt and like minus downtown Briarville, there's not a ton of atmosphere, not a ton of Halloween atmosphere. But like when they're at that Halloween gala, it's tons of shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like when yeah, they're in cool. downtown Briarville, lots of it. Yeah, so the town's it has it. I agree. In it has it in pieces. That's how I feel about that atmosphere of this movie. I don't know if that makes sense. I'll say this: there's a lot of old beastal style yeah. cutouts everywhere. They have str- like the stringer, I forget what they call those, the things that you string up around. You see it a lot, and specifically in the gymnasium and at the school, mm-hmm. the school Halloween party dance or whatever. There's a lot of Halloween decorations. You know what this movie's missing? And I noticed it watching it. There's no real jack-o'-lanterns. There's no mm-hmm. jack-o'-lanterns. I have, mm-hmm. I have an answer for that. Hit me with it's it. Because, it's because when they, when they filmed it, they, it was out of season, so they couldn't get yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, interesting. They couldn't Weird. get any of that because they filmed it in Tennessee. And yeah. there was there was none of that available because the movie came out close to Halloween, but I think it was filmed in like the summer or something. Can't you just make some though? Like you made a troll. I mean, I see what you're saying. Yeah, could they, they just probably make could like make a leaves. plastic pumpkin. Weird. I know. You know, it's like odd. a ceramic, oh, I don't know, paper mache the, pumpkin. You know what I noticed in the town square? There's literally every scarecrow just has a pumpkin pail as a head. And I think that's where real pumpkins were supposed to go. Probably. But they, just got a, they just got a bunch yeah. of... And I love a good Halloween pumpkin pail. But they literally just got a bunch of pumpkin pails and put them on top of these scarecrows because they couldn't get real pumpkins. And I think that's the one thing this movie's missing is a nice shot of a jack-o'-lantern or a pumpkin. Even if it's a, like a faux pumpkin that looks realistic... It would yeah. still have added something to it. In 91, I'm pretty sure that existed. Like, if the original John Carpenter's Halloween was able to find pumpkins, why couldn't Ernest Scared Stupid? You know what I mean? Yeah, and, I don't know. It's an odd... I just found it odd, because even on the cover of the movie, Ernest is inside of a pumpkin. Like... Yeah, that's so there's true. No, there's no pumpkins in the goddamn. There's no like <laughs> real pumpkins or even like faux real pu- that are supposed to be real pumpkins at all in the movie. So that's like really my only critique. As far as like the the rest of the decorations, I think they look awesome. And obviously, it's a time capsule of '91, so you see a lot of those old school decorations, which take you back to being you know a kid. So I appreciate all all of that um, when it comes to the Halloween atmosphere and dave i agree with you that entire tree like where that tree was built you could tell that was a set there's so much controlled yeah. lighting and all that shit in that specific um specific scene uh real quick one thing we've completely forgot like we didn't really touch on is how Ernest defeats trantor with unconditional love in the heart of a child which which is which is great too i just wanted to point that out that that's what he ends up using to to defeat trantor he just he dances with him 
and gives mm-hmm. him a big wet kiss, which Meg, you mm-hmm. mentioned with the goo. Mm-hmm. That's how he uh, defeats him. And he goes, super silly. ew, and does the mouth. <laughs> the, sig- the signature uh, Ernest, ew, which I can't fucking do. But yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it, it's, it's fucking great. You're so cute. <laughs> now let's jump into to some of our favorite things. Meg, what are just some of your favorite moments, favorite scenes, anything? Hit us with one or two. Easily, I think. This isn't even like a Halloween thing that happens in the movie. But my favorite thing is what. <laughs> he's like trying to rally himself and he's like i never knew when to quit and then it just cuts to the teacher yeah, and he's yeah. writing like i never and she's like and he just she's like he never knew when to quit and he just makes the most awful noise Annoying, and she yeah. smacks his head yeah, that yeah. made me i had to rewind i forgot that it played again at the end so i like rewound it and watched it again because i just i wasn't expecting it and it made me laugh out loud like <laughs> it was so yeah. fun i don't know just they the do noise he makes yeah. yeah, they do. And the noise he makes on the board is so perfect. <laughs> yeah. And he's, it's a little kid dressed up in the he's same exact outfit. <laughs> yeah. All of it. It's just, I think, I mean, I don't have many other scenes written down, but that one, I knew I was going to mention at some point because I, I really, I couldn't stop laughing at it. I thought it was so funny. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Dave? It's a favorite moment, scene, something in the, the movie. Gala, the Halloween gala. I mean, I think that, I that was knocked out of the park. I mean, it reminded me of, like, the Halloween stuff that we used to have in my elementary school, where that where it was in the fucking – it was in the the uh, auditorium with the stage, with the haunted yeah. house on the stage. It reminded me of that. And honestly, let's see. It's probably around the same time because I'm yeah. 39. This movie came out in 91, so I would have been eight. So, yeah. yeah. So that makes about, you know, probably like, yeah. So like, this is literally like, I've had this experience and, and it was just such a, you know, just such like a blast from the past of being able to like, oh, I've done this. So that was probably my favorite thing. And also love downtown Briarville. It reminded yeah. me of the downtown yeah. areas in Halloween four. Like that's what For it reminded sure. me of. So, you know, and there's just like, just little things like the troll effects. I fucking love those troll effects. They look yeah. so good. The, yeah. You know, the eat, eat me, yak, and die. Like, just, there's just so many things. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I, I don't know why. I always remember that stupid fucking meak joke. I, and I, is that a, do you guys know, is that a real thing? Oh, I, I got something to show I you guys. No idea. <laughs> Yo, I, I, I want to know what, like, is what Miak, is it? A real is me. It's funny because I remember at my grandma's house, I used to have she used to have something that I thought was me. I remember renting the movie and be like, oh, is that what me is? What are you, you going to show us, Dave? So I was going to wear my I have an Ernest scared stupid hat and I was going to yeah, wear yeah. it. But I was yeah. like, I can't do that. It's like wearing wearing like a band T-shirt. <laughs> so here's my Ernest scared stupid hat. Yeah. That's and so on the back. It says, "Meak and die." <laughs> oh my yeah. god, it's what so my, good! It is so good. Yo, dude, one of my favorite lines with the Meak thing. He's, he's like, he's so confident. He's like, "I bet you didn't think I could find it this time of year." When he's like tossing it around, <laughs> yeah. his head. and I'm like, "Yo, what?" It's like Bulgarian. He's like fresh Bulgarian Meak. I'm like, "Yo, what is Meak?" I want to know. Also, <laughs> 
Oh, sorry. No, is it a real thing? Meg, did you look this up? Is it a real I'm thing? I'm looking it up. It, it might not be, actually. <laughs> yeah. It was just I, it was just like a, such a dumb, like, it's just a dumb joke. Miak, because he's such an idiot. He didn't figure out that it was milk. He goes, Miak. So dumb. He, he's yeah. honestly, dude, he's got so many great lines, Ernest, in this whole movie. Let's see how you like a little Miak. Miak. Yeah. Miak. I bet you thought I couldn't find any this time of year. Well, I'm a little too resourceful for you. A little too light on my feet. So come on, eat me, I can die. Also, something else I love is the troll motel that he builds like confidently. Like, because he's so confident he's going to like capture. He ties up a doll, which there's two moments where he uses dolls in something. He chains up a doll and then puts like Halloween special on the, the, the dumpster. It's a free kid. Free kids, yeah, which, free which kid. is super fucking like, <laughs> free kids. Yep. A little cringy. <laughs> a little cringy in, 2000, in 2022 just to kind of look at it like with these eyes now. Like, all right, free kids in this dumpster for the troll. <laughs> it's super fucking funny. I just always remember that. And like him, it, you know what's funny? It always skeeves me out that he puts his lollipop on the dumpster Yep. And then, like, puts it back in his mouth. I remember even being a kid and being like, "Oh, Ernest, why the, like, why the fuck, why the <laughs> fuck did you do that? You know? It's just fucking nasty. Dude, there's another oh, line. Go go yeah. ahead, Meg. It go just first. reminded me of um, the very beginning scene is hilarious to me where, like, you mentioned the doll, and that's what made me think of it, where there's a doll, and it's, like, either between him getting squished or the doll, yeah. and he's like, oh, no, and he's like, but I have a family. And he's like, oh, I'll send them a postcard to the doll factory and then kills him. <laughs> anyway. I, I actually wrote that one down. Funny. That is funny. So was, funny. It, it was so weird. There, yeah. There's one line that he says to one of the trolls where he goes, I've watched Hulkamania three times, one of them in slow-mo. I was just like... <laughs> <laughs> he's so... Yo, he has the best, the best lines. So in this funny. Movie. The funny thing with Ernest is, in like, this Jim Varney's performance, is just how confident the character is when he's it's so dry and that's what makes it like he is this is just what this is just how Ernest talks and that's what like I love about the character in this movie in particular just how confident he is in knowing he can get himself out of this situation even though this shit's happening to him he still yeah. can like spout out this one line like one liner where like when you think of like an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie it's like chill be cool. It's like him murdering someone. In this case, it's like like Ernest just being silly, even though he's yeah. in like a shitty situation. And I love—he's the opposite of Arnold Schwarzenegger with his one-liners. <laughs> um, that scene where he's in the in the back of the garbage truck always reminds me of the scene in Child's Play Three where Chucky kills the garbage man by tricking him that is like a kid stuck. Or a person stuck. Do you guys? Oh, I, have to see I don't remember that. I have to see it. There's a scene, and, and I, I believe Child's Play three came out in ninety ninety one, around the same time. So it's so freaky how there's two movies where someone gets caught in the back of a garbage truck and they're about to get squished, but obviously Ernest survives, and the dude in Child's Play three doesn't. He gets mm. fucking brutally murdered. But I just I found that kind of freaky i was like oh shit because Scary. i actually watched child's play three a few days ago it was just on tv and i was like oh shit that's funny that both of these movies feature similar kind of 
death scenes and i use that very yeah. loosely in a in an earnest movie um one more thing i want to talk about that I, I i like really love about this movie is the opening title sequence we didn't even touch on that yeah like, i thought i, I thought you were gonna mention that. it i figured you no. were saving it for okay yeah dude it's it's i didn't mention it because it's yeah it's one of my favorite things but it's just so well done the music Ernest kind of in this void with the creepy bloody font and this hand coming in with a pickaxe and clips from old movies it just whoever edited that sequence to get together i'm assuming it's either like a title editor or the film editor itself did a fantastic job it's almost like a music video like they just, yeah. just did such a great job with that so i want to point that out and even as a kid i always it made me so interest, interested in finding out what these old movies were to mm-hmm. watch i was like what's that movie with the big brain. And I, I remember hunting it down and renting it and being a little disappointed. It's not as good. Those are the best. The, the giant <laughs> brain. I think it's like yeah. the brain from Planet. Something with an E or A. I forget the exact name of the movie. But the brain Ernest is a, the a much better movie. Yeah, Ernest is a much better movie. <laughs> but like I wanted to watch that movie with the giant brain in it. Like just because, you know, of Ernest Scared Stupid. Like it inspired sure. me to want to wanna watch that. Also, one thing I'm surprised we didn't mention at all was the the actual kids' haunted house. It's a really small scene because the bullies are assholes and they destroy it. But I just love how the kids build their own little haunted house out of like wood and cardboard, and cardboard. boxes. Yeah. And the girl Elizabeth is is uh, walking them through what's gonna happen with grapes and her my eyes and the bats hanging. They like that's what I think of when a, a kids their age like would build a haunted house it's like perfect like whoever the 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 set designer was or the, the you know prop designer for that scene they did like a great job in capturing what a like eight or nine or ten year olds haunted house would be so i give them a lot of credit for that um, there's one thing i would like to add here yeah i think if haunted hangover is ever going to make a shirt we yeah. need to make we are <laughs> that we need to make the briarville halloween banner that's in front of the gala yeah i've never seen that done before and that banner is amazing that is that is so that should be the first shirt that haunted hangover makes i'm just saying (laughs) throw it out there okay we might have to do that dave (laughs) manifesting this (laughs) manifest we're planting the seed and hopefully it grows and when we can make them into uh into shirts oh Um, what one last way i'm sorry one last thought because i wrote down a ton of shit here when one of the trolls gets killed, there's actually like a little blood and gore. I don't know if you noticed or not. They show yeah. one of like one of the one of the trolls that got like dissipated or, or whatever, yeah. and there's it, like, like blood and shit. Yeah, I was like, oh yeah. shit. It's when I think okay. It, it's when they find out that's what kills the trolls. I think and yeah. It's like, a, it's like a puddle of mush of just like troll mush and then like a bone sticking out and blood and stuff. <laughs> it is freaky how that. That slid in there. I wouldn't be surprised if there, like, were some kind of troll guts, like more troll guts in the movie, and they cut some of that Probably. shit. I wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me just because it's, it is a, a you know children's movie. Uh, two more quick things I want to point out that I love about the movie um, that I think it does really well. And this scene sp- specifically, I think, was executed really well. And as a kid, I always remember it because I thought it was pretty freaky. And that's Elizabeth's death scene or her being trans like transformed into a wood doll uh the whole scene plays out where she's talking to her mom her mom you know the wood the actress is super wooden 
And she's like, oh, you, there's nothing under your bed. You know, not comforting the kid at all. The kid is scared. And she looks under her bed after her mother leaves. And there's just a teddy bear. She's in her room alone. And after the teddy bear, she grabs it. She goes, like, leans up like, on top of her bed, turns over. And the fucking troll is in the bed with her, like, looking right at her with his snot and shit. Like, it's such a freaky, very much a slasher film Kind of just the way that plays out, like the, it's not there, then it's there. Like really well done. Just that entire scene was just well executed. I just thought it was wild that that kid had had her own bathroom in her room. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, <laughs> fucking ten year old with her own bathroom, man. That's amazing. Yeah, living the dream over there, I guess in Briarville. Rim shot. Rim shot, old boy. What am I gonna do? He's all I got. Don't worry, Ernest. Find some way to beat this thing. I'll tell you how we beat this thing. I'll tell you how we do it. My great-great-granddaddy put him in that hole and so can I. Somebody with a runny nose is gonna die. Uh, I don't think we're gonna have much, but is there anything about the movie you guys didn't like? Meg, is there anything, is there any nitpicks or anything about the film you don't like that we didn't cover yet? If I had to pick one thing, I didn't like that they had Rimshot turn into a statue. (laughs) I hated that. I hated that. Even when I knew he'd be okay. I was like, he's not a kid. So what is this? What are we doing here? And why? Ernest has literally nothing. He has a dump truck and his dog room (laughs) shot. Like, let it be. They had to raise the stakes a bit with Ernest. They were like, we got your dog. We had to like, they they had to give him a reason, I guess, to want to kill this troll. Because after Rimshot (laughs) gets turned to wood... He's like, I'm going to get you, booger lips. And he... (laughs) Oh, yeah, all the insults. Those are great. so I I, I get that. It takes mm-hmm. so long for Rimshot to turn back. Like, they do this thing where they're like, maybe it doesn't work on dog. Do you guys remember that? Where it's yeah. like all the kids are hugging and stuff, and you're yep. just like, what is this? Yeah, when Ernest Why are at you the end, manipulating me like this? <laughs> when everyone's family members are coming back, and he's like, oh, there's nothing in that big tree for me. And then Rimshot yeah. shows up. Yeah, they waited. They Hated teased you that. a little bit. They teased you a little bit to, to make you think Rimshot wasn't going to make it out alive. So, yeah, Terrible. I, I can see that. Poor Rimshot. He was, he, was great in the, he was great in the fucking movie. What about you, Dave? <laughs> yeah. Anything? Any nitpicks? There's one thing that I just thought was, and listen, there's not many things that could be out of place in this movie, but there was one scene I was just like, this didn't need to be in here. It was when all that mayhem was going on in the crypt, and he pulls out a bowling ball, and he like <laughs> throws it through the like the basketball hoop and it hits the guy dressed up as a bee in it in his head. <laughs> yeah. I was just like that's like it just didn't make any sense. That was just funny. Was just to show that Ernest is an idiot and he harmed I mean, he, he did worse harm it's a nitpick. to the this guy than the fucking troll. What, he, what's so it, funny is he goes bingo. Like he got yeah. the thing. Yeah. <laughs> like he's like, got it. I guess like to, that was like towards the end of the movie, so they wanted to show you that Ernest is still a fucking dumbass. But oh my like God. he's that still is it. That's all I got. That's all Fair. I got. Fair. Uh uh. This isn't, a, this isn't a nitpick. Obviously, I talked about the tulips. I wasn't a big fan of theirs. That's probably my biggest nitpick with the movie. I can see this. So this isn't one of my nitpicks because I actually love it, but I want to mention it here. And I could see someone being like, oh, this is dumb. 
So I'm, I'm, I'm nitpicking for someone else. And that's that Rimshot can drive a car during the entire... <laughs> it's amazing. I, amazing. I can, see, I can see the three of us in, like telling someone, you've got to watch this movie. Love it. And them being like that entire scene. I can see someone else. I love it. I think it's... Because he's the co-star of the movie, technically. I love <laughs> that Rimshot drove the pickup truck while Ernest is like having this battle with 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 the fucking troll so i can see someone else nitpicking but i think it's fucking great he like puts his foot on the gas it's so fucking silly listen (laughs) imagine imagine this imagine a movie script being handed in where a man with multiple personalities (laughs) fights a troll on the back of a truck while a dog drives it and launches yogurt and spits cottage cheese at trolls (laughs) <laughs> Ernest scared stupid baby <laughs> F- funny enough Siskel and Ebert like hated this movie they first gave it, like, movie they watched of the yeah. Ernest movies by the way and they fucking hated it so <laughs> there you go and, I, and again I can see why you you okay listen we love Ernest we talked about how much we love Ernest and you know we just love him to death but I can see someone who's not like a younger person. Let's say you're 20 years old or 19 putting this movie on. I could see a kid being like, this is fucking terrible. Like, this yeah, is this, horrible. Yeah, I could agree. see that. I could see the dog driving the car, sealing the deal. Like that entire sequence, which I think that whole sequence is fucking awesome. But I could see someone it's hilarious. Else, I could see someone else being like, dude, this is stupid. This is dumb. But I fucking love it. So and obviously, we all love it too. I have two little bits of trivia here. Okay. That because we we've mentioned some of it throughout, you know, talking about the film. So yeah. there's reason to believe the film didn't do well is because of the film was deemed too scary for kids. The act mm. of a troll stealing kids' souls and the trolls' deaths were were very. They look disturbing, yeah. and yeah. that's that. That's part of the reason why they like the. I think Disney had a hand in this movie at so, uh, with something. They did. Um, yeah, they did. They it didn't do it, well. Yeah. Yeah. So that that that's part of it. And th- this to me was like the coolest fucking trivia for this movie. So you know that little pizza launcher that they yeah. had with the ba- how that first off how that wasn't made into a toy <laughs> is is mind boggling. But yeah, the pizzas that are shown that are being thrown at the Murdochs are reused props from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of oh, the Oh, wow. That's fucking dope. Both films had the same prop master, and his name is Doug White. Oh, I wow. thought that that's was really amazing. Cool. That is cool. That's super fun. Yeah. Now I have to like watch Ninja Turtles 2, A Secret of yep. the Ooze again, and like keep an eye out for the pizza launcher. <laughs> that's fucking amazing. Um... Do you guys have any closing thoughts? Meg, any closing thoughts on Ernest Scared Stupid? No, I think if you haven't seen it, you should watch it right now. Like, now that the podcast is over, go watch it. Absolutely. Because even if it's your first time, it is going to be nostalgic and fun, and you're going to laugh out loud. What about you, Dave? Any closing thoughts on Ernest Scared Stupid? So this this is going to sound just slightly Mm -hmm. redundant, but overall, I love this movie. I love the Ernest franchise as a whole. This may be unpopular opinion, but I compare Ernest with Pee Wee, and I like Ernest much more. I used to watch I, I used to watch Ernest all the time as a kid, and there's just something so comforting about the Ernest world. This movie lacks in Halloween atmosphere at times, but it does have it in certain areas like the main town of Briarville and the Halloween Gala. The Crypt with the Trees has atmosphere in general, and overall, I'd say this movie is a great addition to your Halloween watch list. Would you two agree with that? 
Mm-hmm. Totally, totally. My, my closing thoughts are this. I think Ernest Scared Stupid is a great children's Halloween film. It's both funny and even scary at times. Ernest brings a lot of heart to this one. And I think, and this is just my opinion, it could stand toe-to-toe with some of the all-time greats in Halloween family fun. Even Hocus Pocus, which which came out a few years after this. I feel like Hocus Pocus gets more love than Ernest Scared Stupid. And I think that's... That's not good. I think it needs to be, they're, mm-hmm. they're right there on the same fucking level to me. To me, to us, it I seems totally all three you. of us can agree on that. But yeah, if you've never seen Ernest Scared Stupid, stop what you're doing and check it out now. You've got to stop him before he gets the children. He's got to get five before midnight tomorrow night. Me? Stop that thing? You got the wrong guy. You are the direct descendant of the Reverend Phineas Worrell. It's your legacy. Yeah, but I'm me, and, and he's he, and we're talking real danger here. Stand and deliver, firing line, moment of truth, end of the line, eighth-level Mario Brothers. You are the only troll fighter we've got. You're the seventh son of the seventh son. You're the baby. You're the boy. You are the great redneck hope. So that was Ernest Scared Stupid. Meg, thank you so much for being on the show and talking about this glorious film. It was a pleasure where, having you. It was a pleasure to have you. Uh, where can people find you and your podcast? Oh, thank you for having me. I had so much fun. This was awesome. Was you can find uh, you can find my podcast at, on Instagram. That's where we post the most at Real Chills Podcast. I am also a comedian in Philadelphia. So if you're you're more into like comedy than spooky stuff, which would be interesting if you listen to this yeah. but um <laughs> my instagram is meg gets money and gets is spelled like my last name so it's meg g-o-e-t-z money check all of that stuff awesome out. don't yeah. sleep check it all out and be sure to follow us on instagram and twitter at haunted hangover subscribe to our youtube channel check out our patreon page patreon.com backslash haunted hangover 31 and if you could rate and review us, that would be greatly appreciated. And remember, the best cure for a hangover is... More, more booze! <laughs> Catch you guys later. Bye! How do we do? Bye! <laughs> Get your hands on some me yak. Yeah! <laughs>